You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And as always, we're talking about wellness in a fun and approachable way. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about makeup, cosmetics, and some of our own DIY solutions. So let's get to it! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to episode three. Like we said, we're going to be talking about personal care. You can say hygiene. I don't like the word hygiene. Why not? We Neither of us like the word hygiene. <laughs> She's trying to put me on the spot. I think it like reminds me of the word hymen and then it <laughs> reminds me of, I don't know, something else of gene. I don't, it's a bad word. It's like moisture. Anyways, we it's think gross. that this subject's pretty important because I think it's something that a lot of people don't look to buy up in, in terms of spending more money on natural products, because they don't understand the benefits, or... Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, so when we say, like, personal care, we're talking about, you know, makeup and deodorant and shampoo and conditioner and body wash, and these are things that I find, personally, when you go to your average drugstore, there is very little in terms of products that are marketed in a quote-unquote green way, Mm -hmm. so... I think you're right. I think it's something that rarely, if ever, crosses someone's mind as a place to focus on in terms of wellness. And then, yeah, it's hard to see what the benefits would be. Also, I think, sadly, there are a lot of products that are marketing themselves as green that are really just not. Yeah, there definitely is a lot of greenwashing there. And I think one of the reasons that this happens is because this um, industry is much more complicated and than food in that when you read the ingredients label a lot of times like they are going to be extremely foreign words yes yeah so Pretty much every word on most on most labels yeah even even for the natural products so yeah um what are some of the chemicals that we want to look out for yes okay so I personally a few months ago found a little resource on the internet it's just this little card and it lists some of the top players in terms of toxins um, to avoid. But the three, I think, that are getting the most buzz right now are um, phthalates, which is spelled with a PH. <laughs> it's PTH. PTH. Phthalates. Yeah. Phthalates. Okay. Parabens and um, SLS, sulf- SLS slash sulfates. And SLS stands for sodium laurel or sodium laureth sulfate. Yeah. And, I mean, we don't know. I mean, we don't know that much about what these... Yeah. actually are. I mean, the short of it is that they are toxic chemicals. Yes. Um, they're known carcinogens, and they're in almost everything that we buy to make ourselves look beautiful. Exactly. And I think, like you were saying before, it's hard when you look at a label, even on natural products, you make a good point. There's a lot of stuff that still looks like it's a toxic chemical. Its yeah. name is very much industrial and very much, you this, know, yeah. I can look at one thing I have here right now, and, it, you know... So disodium two sulfolorate, and that sounds to me like it could just as easily be something toxic, you know? Yeah. So to know, we'll link to this resource, this little um, sheet that lists the top ones to avoid because, you know, here mm-hmm. at Getting Pig and Green, we understand you can't avoid every single chemical that there is, but it's better to do something than to do yeah. nothing. Yeah, I'd say look out for those three. So that's parabens phthalates and SLS sulfates. Yeah, and if you're interested, you can look at the other guide and see. There's also a really cool website that I found just last week. It's um, at ewp.org slash skin deep, and you can look up a lot of 
personal care products, um, and they don't have everything listed, so it is limited, but they have a lot of the major players in terms of cosmetics, and so you can look them up, and they'll give it a rating of 0 to 10 in terms of like toxic chemical use, and if the company is eco-friendly, and if it tests on animals, and it sort of just gives it a combined score, as well as goes through and lists all the ingredients that they use in terms of toxicity. So it's an awesome resource as well, if you're interested in looking up what's better that something that's better than others like maybe it's not a perfect product but um if it has a slightly lower score than another product that might be something to push you over the edge towards buying it yeah so cool what else do we should we look for in terms of um well i mean i think that we should definitely start looking for products that move away from animal testing Mm -hmm. um that one can be a little tricky because sometimes a product will say on its label that they don't test on animals uh but unless they have official animal testing that means that some of their ingredients may have been tested on animals okay uh so there are resources online i think PETA has one on their website that actually tells you what products are um, like fully against animal testing. Right. Which mm-hmm. companies and stuff. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, that's definitely one to look for. I mean, it can be complicated as well, but I think, um, yeah, as much as you can try to avoid that kind of stuff or are companies that market themselves as being friendly to animals and friendly to the environment mm-hmm. generally are a good way to go, yeah. even though they might not be perfect. Yeah. All right. But we can start with some of our favorites. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, makeup? Yeah. I think makeup's like an interesting category because it's one of those things that it's it's a little, it's perceived as a little riskier. Like you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with any product that's not going to make you look party. No. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make things, you need to have things that really mm-hmm. brighten up your face. And I think, you know, when people think of eco-friendly, you know, it's a, it's a common stereotype that eco-friendly people don't like makeup and they're yeah. little hippies <laughs> <laughs> and they don't use it but I can tell you right now that Laura and I are both currently sporting the beautiful dark red lip, lip tar. Um, yeah so lip tar is I have a couple of friends uh, and myself who are completely obsessed with lip tar right now, um, which is appropriate because the company that makes it is called Obsessive Compulsive Cosmetics. Um, <laughs> but it's actually a fantastic product. Uh, it's a long wear uh, sort of paint-on alternative to lipstick. Yeah. Um, it's completely vegan and cruelty-free. Yeah. And just looking at the ingredients right now, like uh, we avoid a lot of, uh, pretty much all of the major chemicals. Um, that are worth avoiding. Yeah, it's made with castor oil and hemp and peppermint oil, so it has like this really nice smell actually as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that when you're putting it on. Yeah, and it has great color. It's very um, sol- solid color. Yeah, it, it's almost like a paint when you put yes. it on, and yeah. it's just like this opaque. Um, there are a lot of great tutorials online where people have like tested out all the colors, and they have like bright yellow that just sits yeah. on your lips, and it's actually pretty intense yeah uh, and I wish I could rock something like that they but. sell it at a lot of Sephora's if you're interested I think it's around twenty dollars um yeah I think the one I went it was around that mm-hmm. price anyway and they have they have a couple colors there I remember they had this really great salmon colored one or sort of a coral yeah they and did. I really liked that one yeah so, so yeah I'm we were testing it out for some photos that you'll probably see in the blog post um <laughs> and I love it so mm-hmm. I'm, it's, I'm a fanta- it's a fantastic product yeah um, I also want to mention uh, the Body Shop because 
when I was, because we're both transitioning into using eco-friendly or green makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably a pretty hard transition. People have their products that they like and have been using for years. Yeah. But um, I've been getting more and more interested in this kind of stuff. So when I was asking Laura what kind of makeup she had started to use, she mentioned the Body Shop. And you have their mascara? Yeah. That's the only product from them that I use in terms of makeup. Okay. Um, and it is um, free of all of the major toxic players. I guess that's one way of calling yeah. them. Um, which I checked, and the lady at the body shop was like, well, if you find anything, uh, just let me know, because they're not supposed to have anything in them. And I'm, like, I'm going to just <laughs> check to be sure, okay, lady? Um, <laughs> it smells strongly. That's the one thing that threw me off. I mean, you like the smell. Yeah, I actually think the smell kind of reminds me of honey. And it does remind me of honey, but it just throws there- me off to have a smell of my mascara. Yeah. And there is honey in it. Which I found oh, after okay. it, after I found like that, yeah. I mean, it's not that I'm necessarily opposed to the smell. I just don't like having yeah any real smells on me, and so for my mascara to be giving it yeah. kind of throws me off a little bit. So that's one thing I do like. It gives you pretty good volume. Um, I'm talking about the big and curvy mascara, um, but I find it it clumps my lashes a little bit. Yeah. I see one of the things that I really like about it is I have these really straight Asian lashes and I find a lot of the times even if I use an eyelash curler, my mascara like the moisture in my mascara will make them straight again. Okay. And I find that with this one it actually re- retains the shape that I've falsely created. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe I just need to try a few different types of the ones that they offer. I think it's a pretty good product. You said it's um where did, did you say there's like some fact about it? It was made in a different country or it was made... Yeah, I think some of the ingredients that they use are sourced um, in a way that's in partnership okay, with yeah. uh, some um, programs that are helping women in third world countries. Right. Um, I also bought their concealer and I don't have much to say about it except that I've been really liking it so far. It hasn't been much of a change from my last one and it's also free of the major toxins. It's just a stick... You roll it up, and then it's like a cream, and you put it on. Cool. Um, the Body Shop is, like, slightly more expensive than your average drugstore brand, but... Um, but you can actually try out the products before you make the purchase there. Yeah, you yeah, can. So. And, um, yeah, they usually have a lot of good sales on, and it's, like, a pretty... It's probably, um, if you're trying to transition into uh, eco-friendly cosmetics, it's probably a good middle-of-the-road kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not too not too expensive. Okay. Deodorant. Deodorant. I actually had a listener ask me this week about um, really? some aluminum-free deodorants. Okay, and we have something to tell them. Yeah, um, I have two that I love, so I'm going to share with everybody what I told her. Um, the first I ever tried with was Kiss My Face, mm-hmm. um, and I found that it, I really enjoyed the smell. Um, I'm not sure that it was as long-lasting as I would have liked, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a great starter product. Um one that I'm using right now is actually really... It's so cool. Yeah, it's really different. It's uh, very different. The product is called Leafs, and rather than a deodorant stick, it's actually just this crystal stick made up of 100% mineral salts. Right. And you have to wet it and right. apply it. You wet it and then... And Does that get messy at all? Not at all. No. Um, usually just I just... Sl- slightly dampen it or... Yeah, like usually I just run it under the sink like right after a shower and I'll put it on then. Um... 
It doesn't stain at all, like I've found with every other deodorant I've ever tried. And it works well as a deodorant? It, it does work well. It's like, if you prefer, it, it's unfrag. there's no smell. So right. I find a lot of people do actually like the smell of their deodorants, so okay. you're not going to get that with this product. Right. But it works well as an antiperspirant. There's no animal testings and testing, and since it's just salt, we're, it's there totally are no, none of those chemicals. And... Uh, also, 1% of their profits supports breast cancer awareness. Right, because um, um, one of the parabens, for example, are a direct link to breast yeah. cancer. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's probably a nod because a lot of deodorants have aluminum and parabens in them. Yeah, so if you're willing to experiment with your deodorant, it's a yeah. pretty cool product to check out. Um, it retails at six ninety nine, which is actually cheaper than a lot of aluminum-free deodorants. Yeah, the and you told me that the girl that you that had recommended it at the store had said that her boyfriend was only willing to try it was only willing to try an eco friendly deodorant that was sure to work. Yes, and he loves this one. So it can it's strong enough for a man and strong <laughs> enough for a woman and strong yeah. enough for everyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I I am really fascinated by that product. I think I might give it a try. Yeah, um, and then a third option is Tom's. I think that's by far the best selling. Deodorant, natural, natural deodorant. deodorant. Yes. Um, my aunt Wendy uses it, and she really likes it. So you go, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we also have to talk about hair and body, and this is one I'm kind of excited about because I found a product that, for me, sort of represents like guinea pig and green um, because it's really accessible. It's a drugstore brand called Live Clean, and um, they sell. A couple different styles. They have one that has Baja oil in it, not that I know what that is, and then a couple different <laughs> fragrances. The one I have is fresh water. It's I, what I like about it is that it's it's fairly cheap because you can go to f- f- like green wellness stores and they'll be charging you, oh I don't know, twelve dollars for your shampoo and yeah. your conditioner, and mm-hmm. you know trying to charge you thirty two for your body wash, which is a real price that I looked at yesterday when I was yeah. in one of those stores. But I, so I like it because it's, um, it has all the things you're looking for. It's plant-based, vegan, sulfate-free, paraben-free, blah, blah, blah. Um, it doesn't have a lot of chemicals. It's eco-friendly. This was one of the brands that we could use at camp because you were only allowed to bring biodegradable shampoos and conditioners because we washed our hair in the lake. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, and they sell body wash too. Um, you can get it at a lot of drugstores, mostly Shoppers Drug Mart's ones, and it's, you know, it's more expensive than your average herbal essences, but it's cheaper than a lot of other ones, and it's pretty good. Yeah. I've been using a body wash that was actually purchased by um, <laughs> my friend Greg, who I used to live with. He used to be my roommate, and he bought it when he was living with me, and I've actually just been using the same tub of Jason's for over a year since he left. So, Greg, if you're listening, thanks. <laughs> is, is it good? It's eco-friendly brand? Yes. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jason. Um, yeah, so those are some good options. I um, I think also I want to mention Dr. Bronner's Magic Soap, which is apparently an 18-in-1 use soap. You can technically use it for your toothpaste and your clothes washing and everything you could ever want, your hair, your body, whatever. I had previously been scared to use it because their mark, their packaging is a little bit hard to decipher. It's a little overwhelming. It's hard to decipher. There's just a lot going on. So I was confused because they said I had to dilute it, but I saw online that I can just use it as a regular body soap. Um, 
just using slightly less than you normally would. And so I'm excited to try it. It comes in a lot of different flavors. It's super eco-friendly and um, fair trade and... Cool. I love that idea that you could use it for 18 different things. Yeah, that's one of the draws of eco-friendly products, I think, like natural products. Yeah, they're very versatile because they're not bad for you. Um, So this one you can actually use as a toothpaste. Right. So it's like or mouthwash or whatever you want to use it for. And so I feel like that kind of gives you confidence because it's basically saying you can use this literally anywhere on your body and you don't have to be scared of it because it's pretty much chemical free and I think that sort of gives you a little bit of peace of mind too when you're using it you're like okay yeah I'm not scared of all these chemicals uh another product like that uh is the diva wash that I actually purchased to clean my diva cup uh which we'll be talking about on a later project like not everyone all at once okay (laughs) just calm down yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but I've used it as a body wash uh, and a face wash also for extended periods of time if I've needed to, like if I've run out of other things. Yeah. Um, and it's also free of any parabens or sulfates or phthalates. So, um, yeah, just another one yeah, of those super products. they're versatile. Like, that's one of the trade-offs is it might be a little bit more expensive, but mm-hmm. it's so, super versatile. Yeah, so great for travel. Yeah, super great mm-hmm. for travel. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about, like, do-it-yourself options as alternatives? Yeah, sure. So um, I guess I've done a couple of things. I actually tried out um, for a while. I was washing my face with a combination of olive oil and castor oil. Mm. So that's pretty cool because you can actually um, play with the ratio so that if you have more dry skin, you want to be adding more olive oil. And if you have more oily skin, you add more castor oil. Oh, that and is cool. the castor oil is supposed to dry out the impurities uh, in your skin. Mm-hmm. Um What's interesting, or what was kind of funny about my experience here, is that castor oil is a um, laxative. So, <laughs> so I had to go to the drugstore and purchase something that says laxative on it. Oh. So that was a little bit of like, I think for anyone else it may have been a bit of a deterrent, but I was just kind of. <laughs> um, so but I was on prepare a, yourselves. Yeah. To be judged by your pharmacist. If you can't find castor oil, look for it in your laxatives section of your drugstore. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, I found that it worked pretty well. Uh, yeah. And it was kind of cool. It was like giving yourself like a mini facial every time you used it. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, that's about as natural as you get, right? Right. Um, it's just two types of And oil. cost effective too, like these DIY mm-hmm. solutions, that's one of... You know, because these products, they can sometimes be more expensive than what you're used to paying. So if you can just go into your kitchen and grab some olive oil, then, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's a great option. Yeah. I'd say that another one of my favorite solutions is, like, for a body scrub, just almond oil and sugar. Also playing with the ratios. So Could you use any kind of oil, do you think? Is probably. better? The, the almond oil is, like, it gives your skin, oh my gosh, your skin will be, like, softer than you've ever. Mm. But um, almond oil and- is, like, pretty expensive. It can be. I Like, I just bought a little thing of it, and I think a little bit goes a long way. Okay. Um, just make a big tub of it all together. And, yeah, it also has, like, a nicer smell. But, okay, yes, you true, could probably yes. use any oil. Any oil that has, like, moisturizing properties, like an olive oil as well, mm. would work. Yeah, that's um, really cool for yeah. a body scrub. Yeah, olive oil is actually extremely versatile. You can use it yeah. in your hair. Um, I have heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I have also heard about baking soda. Baking soda is a great product. I haven't personally tried this, but I've heard people raving about washing their hair with baking soda and how it's like super in the shower. Once you use it, your hair feels very, um, what's the word? It's almost like when you use soap on your body and then your 
you seem like water resistant. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so your hair, whatever. But then when you get out and it dries, apparently it's super soft. So I've been meaning to try that for a while. Cool. And then I sometimes use baking soda on my teeth. Um, it has whitening properties better mm-hmm. than any whitening toothpaste I've ever tried, and it kind of tastes bad, but it works well as a toothpaste. So. That is my only <laughs> foray into the DIY, but I'd like to try it. So, so I think that's about it for today. Yes, we kind of raced through that, but I think hopefully we went over some of our favorite yeah. stuff. Let us know if you have any questions. Or let us know what you use. We love to hear from you. Definitely. So thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next week. Bye.